0: He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now.
1: So we think of the homeowner audience in three buckets. One is you're aspiring to own. So you need help researching and on the investment side and Mm -hmm. providing education on that. Uh, The second bucket is you own the home and you manage it yourself. And then the third bucket is you own a home, but you know you want a property manager to do it for you or a hospitality management company. And you want help just making sure you have all the right things in that agreement, or you're selecting a good fit for you based on your expectations. So those are the three types of homeowners. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform.
0: This episode is featuring Astro, which is Association for Short-Term Rental Homeowners. Say that five times fast. If you are a property manager or a homeowner that is in the vacation rental space, I highly recommend that you get on this platform and this resource tool that you can use to help improve your professional business. This is a great Opportunity for a lot of people, especially during this time of COVID-19 to get on board and really learn what it takes to be professional and profitable and have a functional business in the short term rental space. Now there's a bunch of courses and resources available for the members. I highly recommend that you check it out. I, myself, and a couple other experts in the industry are actually on the committees for creating these classes and courses. For example, I'm on the revenue management committee. So go ahead, get in, get signed up. I'm gonna link everything in the show notes so you have all the access. I highly recommend this course, this platform, and this community. He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. It is a wonderful, rainy, misty, foggy day here in Washington State. Um, And I'm here with Heather, who is with Astro. She's the founder of Astro and is pretty new, you know, within the couple months, the post-pandemic world that we're in. And so, Heather, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you.
1: Thanks. Excited to be here yeah it's been an adventure
0: i know we have a lot to cover and so i think it's just great to jump right into who you are your background and kind of um what astro is for those who don't know uh of course like you said or like i said it's pretty pretty new um so let's let's educate the slick talkers out there that are tuning in right now
1: Slick talkers hello so (laughs) glad to be here with will Yeah, so I'll start, I guess, a little bit about myself. I've been in the lodging industry my entire career. I uh, started out on the hotel side. My passion is revenue management and distribution, so I've definitely been more heavily marketing focused, but uh, worked in the boutique hotel world, um, vice president of revenue distribution for Kimpton Hotels, then uh, the last three, four years, I've been really uh, focused on short-term rental. So work for a technology company on the short-term rental side and learned a ton about just the differences in the space and the different audiences with homeowners and property managers. And then with uh, COVID, you know, when everything kind of turned on its head, I had an opportunity to partner with a few folks that were really more engaged with the owner audience and so uh, together we we came to form our team and developed astro.org, um, and what we realized was the the problem that we were trying to solve is we realized these owners had no place to go for education that had been vetted and organized and was you know was just hard to find because there's so much clutter out there. So uh, the team that's my background and kind of how I arrived um, at astro, but the team that were our co-founders have marketing backgrounds, including you know digital as well as social. And we have some operational expertise and then in, in bringing together a not-for-profit, the really tough part about that is the tax and kind of financial aspects that we have to really follow closely. And so our head of finance has a strong background, over 20 years of experience in finance and uh, we're a 501c6. So that not-for-profit, uh, we fall under that not-for-profit category. So a little bit about me and the team, but
0: yeah, yeah that, that's well, who we are. Well, I was going to say, did you find it, um, your your hotel background, especially with Kempton and all these other things that you're doing in the hotel space, you find that really benefiting kind of getting into the short-term rental world?
1: Absolutely. And I always tell this story when I came over, you know, at the time people thought it was like the other side because Mm -hmm. the lodging industry was a little more head-to-head short-term rental versus hotels. That's changed a lot. Marriott homes and villas being one of the reasons that you see, you know, that makes it clear it's changing. But when I came over, I I said, okay, I know there's a lot that's the same. This is the lodging industry, but it's different. And so I came in thinking there's going to be a lot to learn. And I have to tell you, the reality is it really is the same. It is mm-hmm. all lodging. Of course, there are nuances, right? You have um, you have different strategies because you're dealing with individual units, you know, brands of one, each home is unique. But ultimately the the principles, the philosophies, you know, what guests look for and guests appreciate and, and customer trends all yeah. apply, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. And I think <laughs> the the operational side's a little a little bit of a hurdle too. For me, if coming in a background of like operations to your housekeeping team and all your units are in one building versus now your housekeeping team and all your units are spread out. And it's like a completely different beast. Um, but at the same time, like you're right, it's very similar. You, you know, when it comes to distribution channels and property management platforms and revenue management platforms and all these things, marketing and creating that unique brand because each property is different and unique is like really... You're like, oh, copy and paste from hotels to vacation rentals is too easy. Um, <laughs> but it's, I, I, yeah, I feel the same way with you on, on that whole aspect of, it's the same, but there's some different hurdles and different verticals that make it a little bit different from. I
1: would agree. I mean, and yeah. harder. I think. Yeah. Actually.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
1: I think. Um, was joking with someone when you do revenue management for more than one home, like as this is as a property manager yeah when owners are using it for themselves your inventory is changing all the time so the translation to the hotel world is like you're constantly running something under renovation because mm. when you're under renovation in a hotel it's always changing based on like are you using it for yourself or are you going to sell those days and how much inventory do you have anyway sidebar but it <laughs> translates right but it's like in like under renovation in perpetuity is kind of a fun comparison that's so. probably
0: the best, that's the best like comparison I could have probably ever, I can't even thought of that. So that's really good. That's- <laughs>
1: no, we just we're like, no, we do this, but man, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, hundred
0: yeah. percent. So let's, let's talk about this because there's education in some forms out in hospitality, whether it's hotels, vacation rentals, restaurants, you name it. There's education out there, Cornell being, you know, a big leader in that and a few others. Um, but vacation rentals, this is like the space where I think there's no real formal education. You can't get a bachelor's in short-term rentals, you know, you can't get a, there's, it's just not there, but, um, this is also a very entrepreneurial side of hospitality. Um, you know, you have homeowners and, uh, like a guest of mine on the show was saying previous to this is that, that. The, you're doing something right if you get a first home, right? You, you, you're you doing good things in life. You're a smart person. You buy a house. You, you get the equity. You're an even smarter person if you're able to do it a second time. But uh, there's no there's no school. You can't go to college for this. Like, it's very entrepreneurial. So it's a very, you know, um, I think shooting from the hip, you're trying to duplicate or create some form of cash flow to finance a lifestyle or to finance just, like, future – Uh, goals whether it's retirement college fund for the kids extra date nights with the hubby or the wife like you name it right Mm -hmm. so very entrepreneurial side. there's no schooling there's no formal education so why is this so important for you guys to what did you see when creating astro um, that this was the like a niche that needed to be filled for the homeowners especially i think it's kind of answering itself you know it's super new but i think there's some probably key indicators that you guys saw when when creating this
1: yeah no you're right and 10 to you know the averages are 10 to 27 million homes around the globe of short-term rentals half of which are self-managed and in many cases the members of astro are doing it maybe as a side hustle Mm-hmm. You know, and if it if they get to that second or third home, maybe it can be their main hustle and their, you know, sole income. Mm-hmm. But they're very entrepreneurial. Exactly. what You said it's they're small business owners that are um, doing it because they're driven and organized and understand financials. But there are aspects to going to hospitality school, you know, which you can get a degree right um, at different universities, a degree in hospitality that would help but they're not necessary. But the other part of that is even like you said, if you go to a hospitality school, you're really not getting an education that includes the nuances of short-term rental, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. um, like Cornell University, for example, they expanded beyond hotels and they teach restaurant, uh, like mm-hmm. restaurant revenue management, um, but they haven't expanded to really include short-term rental content and classes so that's one reason why there's even a bigger need right because from an institutional side you really can't mm-hmm. get it anywhere but we also looked at it through the lens of within the lodging industry you have you know b resorts hotels um property management companies and then you have short-term yeah. rental homeowners all of those stakeholders have professional societies And the hotel ones have been around for a hundred years. HLA, HSMAI, HEDNA, um, VRMA has been around since the 80s. And then um, ALP, which is a little more focused on bed and breakfast and innkeepers, they've kind of recently merged. But when you looked at the whole landscape of where people go to have that professional society and education, um, not-for-profit resource, homeowners were left in the cold. Mm -hmm. There was no place for them to go. Yeah, And they were trying to find places. That's why there are Facebook groups with 20,000 people or more, you know, and that's hard. It's, you know, and kudos to those administrators of those groups in some cases that have tried to use Facebook to, you know, give some help. But the hard part is, you know, you don't know if you're getting good advice or not in some cases, and by building out the association, you know, you're signing on to a code of ethics Our job is to vet and bring in the the true experts in each area to produce content, you know? So, um, yeah. And and it's an industry neutral place so that everyone can rally together around the goal of educating.
0: Yeah. And I think you brought up what what was the last part?
1: Oh, I just said that's kind of a long answer. But
0: no, that's. No, that's totally great. And I think you brought up a really good point because Facebook groups, like there's so many outlets, right. For education or content in general, just like for my podcast, I have 10 different platforms. It goes out on, I've, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and all these other things. Like there's so many things that you're putting out content. Um, and for those Facebook groups, you know, like you said, kudos on them, but 20,000 people in there that are constantly asking questions or posting this and posting that, like that's a lot. You have a lot of stuff to go yeah. through and matters of less than hours, you know? And so um,
1: So, I have my master's in tourism administration, right? Like I actually have a higher education tour around tourism, but I can't claim to know everything either. I mean, like, you know, no matter, even when you do so, it really is about like, when you want to learn about a certain area, you have to find the expert in that area, you know,
0: hundred percent. And like, just even this, this side of hospitality and vacation rentals is growing so fast. COVID definitely sped it up a lot. Like, you know, we're talking about a couple of years in the future for all this, like super cool tech and implementation of practices, but now we're looking at months to weeks um, within COVID, you know, era times that we're in. And so when it grows so fast, um, you know, I think the rise in professionalism is super important. Um, You know, I'm a property manager. Yes. But at the end of the day, um, you and I keep talking about their stakeholders in the industry there's the property manager the homeowner and the guest uh, and then there's of course all the service providers like a company like breezeway or air or like all these other companies in you know, noise aware um, just super there's there's a lot of people involved now um, and so the the growth of that the I think you you need to kind of hit the nail on the head with that Facebook group thing you can't really tell someone's giving out the right advice um especially like if you're like my parents who have like their own like little two-bedroom two-bath airbnb they'll probably be on Facebook group and like oh we do this and anytime a guest gives us lip we just kick them right out and do all this other stuff and it's like they could be like oh okay that's what everybody's doing they take that as like that one person's the ambassador for the 20,000 right so you're like like, because they answered
1: first exactly, exactly
0: So like I think just finding like creating an outlet like this where it's like vetted and curated content for the professionals, for the homeowners to become their own professionals because they do have an asset. This is something that not only generates revenue, but there is risk involved. They've become a uh, you know representation of how the industry is. They also all you know there's people's lives that are kind yeah. of involved, you know, like oh, yeah. a guest. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. And so I think overall, like what you just said was really important that getting on one central hub, kind of like what Astro is, is really, really key.
1: And, and the way we think about it, you know, we had, we said the the only way to solve it was to be a not-for-profit. I mean, you just don't start one of those every day <laughs> we <Yeah>. learned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to your point, we think about it in terms of, you know, if you have professional development and education, especially on safety, like what you said, people's lives being at stake. Yeah. If we can help lift the whole industry and say there's training and that training can reflect in you know how people are listing, and the actual homes themselves being more secure, then the guests, you know, can see that these this is improving, and that they're they have more trust that short-term rentals are safe. Then that leads to institutional credibility in like the overall lodging industry as well, and just kind of that this short-term rental space um, is kind of lifted, right? Because you've got you've lifted, you know, across the consumer, and then from the int- institutional perspective, so.
0: Yeah, and then also setting the stand. Yeah, I was gonna say like setting the standard of like guest behavior too. Like, what's acceptable at a vacation rental versus what's acceptable at a hotel? You know, like there is a difference in that kind of sense, just because. Yeah. One, I I would say like a hotel. Yes, it's an asset, but it's not somebody's personal asset. It's a business asset. It was created to be solely a business versus your second home. Probably was intended to be your vacation home, but you're not there. You know. 48 weeks out of the year. So, you know, why waste an asset we're going to generate for that? And so I think, um, you know, accepting certain behaviors and policies and, like you said, establishing trust and, and the just overall standard of, of the industry is really important.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, going, going back to that, just really quickly on education, I wanted to mention, you know, where do people find resources and like mm-hmm. even from an academic standpoint, We already have actually made some really great progress with Penn State. We have a professor Mm. who's now doing her formal research paper on short-term rental, and so I think it's kind of going to be one of the first, you know, in the world of academia. And it's so we're getting attention from everywhere, right? Consumer demand, but from just all over the industry. So,
0: yeah, no, that's that's super huge, especially for Penn State. You know, it's like, oh, okay, like it's a pretty incredible name.
1: Yeah. and Well, and that, that I think what will follow is that we're going to get the attention and support from more places like that. And maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know if we have a prediction, right. Will it be five years before short-term rental will be in hospitality program curriculums. That'd be pretty cool. I don't
0: know. I, I honestly, I want to put money on like less than five years, but that's just me exactly. being really optimistic. Yeah. That's like really like, you know, industry nerd inside of me is like, Oh yeah. But reality you never know so many things people have so many other agendas and other programs and you
1: know, I see so. adjunct professor in your future will oh yeah, don't, don't
0: tempt me don't tempt <laughs> me <laughs> I Already got enough projects on my hand right now uh no that's great and so um I think it's really important though too because I I talked to you about this in our pre-interview um was can someone like me join right and I'm a property manager but this is exclusively for the homeowner and I think um, touching on that a little bit is really important because someone like my parents who do, you know, self-operate or, um, you know, millions of other people around the globe that do, um, you know, what, do, what can someone expect when they get into like, we talk about education, but what what education? Um, yeah. And so I think what type of topics, what's really keen for somebody who's a homeowner of a vacation rental to, to really learn about?
1: So we think of the homeowner audience in three buckets. One is you're aspiring to own, so you need help researching and on the investment side and Mm -hmm. providing education on that. Uh, The second bucket is you own the home and you manage it yourself. And then the third bucket is you own a home, but you know you want a property manager to do it for you or a hospitality management company and you want help just making sure you have all the right things in that agreement, or you're selecting a good fit for you based on your expectations. So those are the three types of homeowners. So there there are folks that are a hybrid, right? Maybe I own three properties, but I manage seven others for someone else. Certainly that person would be welcome to join Astro as a member. But what we would wanna be clear on coming in is we're not gonna provide you information about that property management agreement, the kind yeah. of expectation of what happens when you're on the other side dealing with the homeowner, we're serving the need of the homeowner side yeah. of, of an agreement, and um, there are common threads, right? No matter what, where you are in that process as a homeowner, you have to have insurance. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that, regardless of what you choose to market or, or operate it, you still need to, you know, have information on and make decisions about. Yeah. But once you're once you join as a member, um, the 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 topics are broken down. So rather than just one big place with all things kind of being dumped in, we have selected a digital platform that creates a community. So you can easily go into a topic and we Mm. have 10 topics. And so you can enter the topic and know that you're able to reach experts in this area. Mm. And if you don't, our admin team is committed to then helping follow up to go get the expert To get the the correct answer. But in addition to that constant kind of topic conversation that you can have in a more organized manner, we have included one week power courses. Mm -hmm. So investment strategy and financial tools is actually coming soon. That one's in December. Next week, we have um, tech toolbox. So that's, you know, how do you build your tech toolbox? Work smarter, not harder. And again, it's presenting this neutral a package of information, right So it's not led by one vendor. it's bringing in the experts to talk about what are all the options and then you decide what's right for you. So those are free one week courses. Down the road, um, you know as we move into 2021, we definitely see an opportunity for larger courses where people can really deep dive more of master classes mm-hmm. that could you know come at additional cost. but right now we're trying to you know cover, all the bases, what do you need to know? Any area, check the box, and these power courses can get you familiar with any area, and that you know you're dealing when you're in there with people who are gonna validate and vet an answer that you get. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a so high if, level view of yeah, what to expect.
0: Yeah, instead of just somebody saying, ah, I don't know, I'd throw them out, or eh, don't need insurance. That insurance is that's stupid. There's no point, you know that yeah, we don't want and back
1: it about, by so. statistics whenever Mm -hmm. possible you know and um that type of you know real live data and expertise yeah
0: and how can i just ask like what's the process like for you guys at astro to really find these people that are experts in these certain fields
1: yeah so because we're the um you know leading the organization and we all come from this background Mm -hmm. we're we, we have those connections so But where we don't, um, we're finding them, right, and seeking them out. And so making sure we're talking to someone about their resume, you know, what do you bring? And yeah, clearly you have a resume that designates you as an expert on this topic, and then we want to bring you in. And, um, you know, maybe you're just on a committee to help inform content for a course. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're actually an instructor on a course, or maybe you're just you know, writing blog content or articles and yeah. willing to do an expert Q&A with us and, you know, some uh, interviews to provide information. So there's a couple of different ways, right? We interact with those experts.
0: Awesome. And you guys just did something pretty cool that I like seeing and there was the roadshow, correct? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. So <laughs> can, tell us about that. Like what's the, what's the goal of the roadshow? What's the vision and what do you see it becoming? You know, Obviously, COVID's making things a little different, or doing lots of Zoom, um, so it can't be a real road show yet. But what's uh, what's kind of the overall concept for?
1: Sure. So uh, the Astro Road Roadshow series is um, based on the idea that in every state you've got different issues, or even you know, in some of the larger states where you have multiple you know markets, uh, potentially even breaking it down further. But that you're we're talking to owners, real estate agents, maybe brokers. Um, bankers in that area to what's happening, what are the problems. It also helps us connect people from state to state. Yeah. So where you identify you have an issue, you know, we can invite people in to connect across state lines or areas to talk about problems. And yeah, I think it's just really helpful to get on the ground and be talking to people about what's happening and raise awareness around what Astro is doing on the whole. You know some states and areas even have their own local associations. So yeah. we also want to go into those markets and figure out well, what can we do to support what you're already doing. In many cases, those local ones are focused on regulatory conversations. Yeah. you know, yeah. um, and that's something we're not focused on. We want to support education around regulation and advocacy, but we're not a trade association. We're not going to go in and actually like talk to city council. But Mm -hmm. if you want information and best practices on how to get involved, we want to help provide that for you. But the, um, so the red show helps us do all that, right? Like make those connections. And right now they're virtual. Um, We just did Michigan. We have Arizona lined up for about two weeks from now. And then Utah is next. But we do hope in first quarter to be there in person. Uh, We're talking a lot about how you can do a, a hybrid, you know, in person and virtual at the same time. Some more to come on that. Unfortunately, we're not fully out on the road in person just yeah. yet, but we hope to be.
0: Someday yeah. those drive to destinations, they're they're there, but it's yeah, like the getting in person part and sitting down and curating it is a little, little bit more difficult.
1: But you know, we all miss it.
0: I know. That's why we that's why we supplement it with unlimited amounts of Zoom calls.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Lots of screen time.
0: Yes. But- Exactly. Well, I'm, I really love like what you guys are doing. And obviously, you and I geeked out like on revenue management and our pre call and all this other stuff. And I think it's really important um, to, to bring something like this, It's a small niche, but um, getting all stakeholders involved is really important. And the homeowner, especially because they are, are, you know, without them owning that second home or third home or 10th home, uh, I want to have a job or a lot of other people have jobs. So it's, it's really important that they're aware and that they're involved in the industry as well. Cause um, we, we know, we have real estate investors that do buy these places and are literally like, Hey, normally I buy flip and sell, but I'm going to buy hold and then sell later and let this make some cash. Um, but there's so many questions that come up along the way. And I think just having a hub like Astro be like, Hey, you're a homeowner you own this i manage it for you but you should know all these things right and yeah yeah and Absolutely. it's just it's it's a great resource uh, and like you said i think that creating like resources and content is super hard to like distribute because you know there's not a lot of stuff out there but it's just really like getting the eyes and ears right and it's like getting the representation out there like speaking the word and spreading the word and like it's a constant job like just having to go educate and tell people this is what we're doing this is what we're doing this is what we're doing but it's super important and i think um you know again like i said can't agree with what you guys are doing more so
1: well we wanted important. to make it really easy to join so it's ten dollars a month if you mm-hmm. you know we've got a free trial period but also ten dollars a month so if just to get in there get what you need so you have confidence you're getting accuracy or a hundred dollars yeah. for the year yeah right so the goal too that you see value in Um, some of the perks and benefits that we offer, because by being a member, we do have, you know, an increasing library of discounts or other, you know, perks that Mm -hmm. can be really helpful to you. So.
0: Yeah. And I, in Slick Talkers, I looked at the Astro backend of the membership and what it looks like. Super clean, super organized. Um, I'm an army person, you know, I have military backgrounds. I like attention to detail. There's plenty of attention to detail in this. So, don't be afraid. It's not like a Facebook group where you're going to be cluttered. Um, yeah, it really, it's really great. So Heather, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to ask, this is my favorite question at the end of every episode. Okay, you ready? Okay. Drum roll. Uh, what is one or two takeaways that the audience can grab from this episode right now and apply to their job, their business, or to whatever, you know, that we're talking about?
1: Yeah, I would say to all the homeowners out there, that are looking for a place to have a community where they trust they're getting accuracy, expert advice and staying close to recent trends and what's new, come check us out. It's really easy to do and we want feedback actually. We wanna engage with you and continue to prioritize the content that's important to you. Cause it is, it's constantly evolving space. Mm -hmm. Um, For, I guess the second one I would say is for the audience out there listening that are the technology vendors, property managers, Uh other stakeholders in the space, still contact us and reach out. We need to find the experts out there. If we haven't found you yet, we want to talk to you. And it's an interesting conversation with property managers because they're left to educate their homeowners potentially on insurance. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. We'd love for them to refer them to us for that. You know, we want to be able to bridge that gap on education across the board. So,
0: yeah and i i, I was uh, we were talking about this before the recording I was like yeah i got a lot of property managers that listen um so if you're a property manager that listens bring your owners to astro obviously get them educated
1: yeah, yeah and and the idea too that these homeowners you know want that want property managers we do need to figure out how to bridge that gap that the Mm -hmm. homeowners can come and then figure out what they need to do to navigate finding a management company that's right for them so we've talked to vrma and we're going to continue to kind of work through that because there's definitely some overlap and synergies where Mm -hmm. we see an opportunity to work together
0: that's awesome well heather thank you again for joining the show uh it's been really cool to pick your brain and see this whole new market of hospitality open up in the world. Of course, you know, during COVID times, it's exciting to see uh, s- some success start out. So always a nice positive note. Uh, and so also slick talkers, go ahead check out the show notes. I have everything linked. It's in there. You can have no excuse on why you can't find anything because it's linked. It's in there. Click it. Yeah. Do it
1: Astro.org A S T R H O.org. Thank you so much for listening.
0: We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all
1: our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.
0: What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in.